And we're back with another edition of Two TVs Pod. Uh, we got a special guest today coming all the way from the city of brotherly love, Mr. Tristan Hunt. Y'all know the vibe, man. We out here about to give some analysis, about to go kind of stupid. <laughs> Absolutely. Always happy to have you, Tristan. All right, so today's agenda, we got, uh, you know, just a quick recap of the games, matchup, and then we got a fun segment uh, created by Tristan himself, so you know it's fun. Uh, so anyway, here, getting into it, um, last week we had some some tight matchups, starting with Terry and Friends versus the Fresh Prince of Air. Uh, Terry and Friends edging them out thanks to an absolute stinker from Mike <laughs> Williams on Monday night. Only 2.1 points, needed 3.5 to win, but couldn't quite get it done. Terry and Friends get the dub there. Martha Stort, I'd hit that. Takes out Team Tricano uh, by 11 points. Uh, Ray Rice Elevator Service Company uh, is vaccinated. Fun fact. Takes out the Delco variant, uh, 124.42 to 98.02. Uh, Tristan's team is reeling right now, going heavy with the running backs. And uh, they're both hurt. Tough scene. Sorry, Tristan. We have They are dick boys. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, Fred Smoot's Love Cruise staying hot, riding the receivers. 47.6 points from Tyreek Hill, giving him the 131.42 to 121.12 win over Billy the Berg Davis. Then we have the shocker of them all. Eric Whoa. <laughs> gets a big dub and then comes in the, the GM. Guns a-blazing, taking out the Bishop Dickamore Homo Academy 110.08 to 101.96. An absolute stinky performance from UB, um, and a great performance from uh, Eric there. So proud of you, Eric. Way to get it done. Uh, then we had a matchup between UB Top, Timmons Bottom, and Cuomo Touched Me, led by Debo Samuels with 35.7. Gets Tyler his first win of the season at 119.96 to Breezy's and Cuomo Touched Me in 92.52 the low score of the week, unfortunately, for Breezy. Sorry. It's a fun fact. That was the high score of the week. Um, you know, the brothers are the uh, the bookends there. Sorry, Dang. Breezy. Uh, and then the priest too. continues to baptize behind Mr. Austin Eckler himself with 29.5 fantasy points, uh, giving him the 126.14 win over Dennis 106.72. So all in all, we had some uh, some close matchups couple uh couple blowouts but none closer than the absolute stinker from mike williams uh sorry tim i know we had you on the pod last week uh but those are the matchups from week four now we're headed to uh to week five where we got some steamy matchups um tristan since you are the guest we will let you kick it off in terms of matchups here uh so the first one that we will look at will be um you know what we're gonna go with terry and friends Verse, uh, Breezy because it's me and Breezy, uh, Terry and friends, and the uh, Cuomo touched me. So Tristan, let's hear it. What do we got? Yeah, man. Um, I actually like this matchup a lot. I think it's actually gonna be could potentially, um, be the game of the week. Uh, just might as well go through the list. Um, so QB versus QB. You got uh, Mahomey versus. Prescott, I kind of like uh, Mahomey this week. Um, kind of hard to kind of pick against him, especially because he's that guy. 
Going to uh, the running backs. Um, kind of. So Damian Harris and uh, Zach Moss versus Zeke and Carson. Uh, kind of like Zeke and Carson here. Interesting that um, Carson didn't practice today and is questionable for tomorrow's game. But assuming that he does play, kind of like uh, Terry and friends with the running backs there. And then you got good old Scary Terry versus, uh, I mean, good old Scary Terry and Deontay Johnson. And Breezy has Cooper and Chase. Um, I think it's kind of somewhat of a toss-up. I mean, all four of those guys can kind of go stupid any uh, any single week. But I would slightly edge it towards uh, Terry and friends. Because, you know, Scary Terry is scary. Going to tight ends, got a knock for Buffalo, and then first uh, Travis Kelsey. Kind of hard to go against Travis Kelsey there, because like Mahomes, he's kind of that guy. So I'd give uh, Cuomo touched me a um, advantage there for the tight ends, and then moving on to the flexes, got AJ Brown. Hopefully he can play this week, and um, OBJ. Kind of like. Uh, A.J. Brown, if he's able to play, kind of like him against um, against like Jacksonville because they're fucking ass. But, <laughs> and they're buyers, um, anyway. But, uh, and then for the defenses, got uh, the Raiders, it looks like, and uh, the Brass. I like the Raiders this week against uh, the Bears. Kind of interesting to see how um, Justin Fields does this week. I mean, I hope he does great, but um, it is uh, going to be an interesting one. And kickers, I mean, kickers, they're fun. We, we have fun with the kickers. But um, I would say I would slightly give the edge towards uh, Mr. Cuomo touched me. I think it'll be a very good matchup. But, um, yeah, I'm going to have to slightly give it to a Breezy here if it does this week. All right. Glad to see it. Um, yeah, we're not picking it because we're playing in it. Um, but it'll be a brotherly battle, uh, so you know the basement might be turned upside down come Sunday night. Hockey sticks are in serious jeopardy. <laughs> Hide your hockey sticks, folks. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next game, we have Fred Smoot's Love Cruise here versus the Ray Rice Elevator Service Company. Uh, so I'm gonna take the lead on this one here. Um, so Rob has Rogers, uh, Jacobs, Michael Carter versus. Um, Rust looking at Kyler Murray, Saquon, and Chuba Hubbard. So I think this matchup could potentially be one of the best matchups of the week. Uh, both teams are very, very good right now. Um, I mean, Rodgers, Kyler Murray, they're both like one and two in the, you know, kind of MVP race right now, in my opinion. I know Rodgers stunk week one, but the dude's been on an absolute tear. Um, versus Cincinnati, that defense is better. San Francisco for Kyler. I don't know. I'm going to call that one a push. Um, then we got Jacobs and Carter versus Saquon Barkley and Chuba Hubbard. Um Barkley's coming into his own, but he's playing Dallas defense. Chuba's playing Philly. Carter playing Atlanta. Jacobs playing Chicago. I think Josh Jacobs stinks, personally, um, and that Chicago defense is, is pretty good against the run. So I'm going to go with uh, Rust here in this one. Um, Tyreek Hill and DeAndre Hopkins versus Justin Jefferson and Marvin Jones. Um, Tyreek just went stupid for 47.6. Um, you know, Rob, Rob relies on his receivers going dumb. I know Cooper Cup was, uh, and he kind of came back to earth last week. So 
Um, slight edge is always going to be to Rob here because Nuke, you figure he has to figure it out. So if, if Kyler's throwing touchdowns, hopefully for Rob, it's going to Hopkins. Then we got Tanyan and Andrews. Uh, Andrews is definitely definitely the play here. And then an interesting flex matchup between Cooper Cup and Mr. Three Touchdowns himself, Cordero Patterson. Um, Cordero Patterson, I saw, is actually have more receiving yards than DeAndre Hopkins. So that is also a very interesting stat uh, going into this matchup. But... Cooper Cup has been more solid this year. We're going to give it to Cooper Cup, plus Patterson's playing in uh, England. And as PFT said, uh, Roger Goodell should be charged with war crime for playing Atlanta versus the Jets in England. Um, we got Colts and Packers on defense. Uh, Colts are playing Baltimore. Packers are playing Cincinnati. I think Baltimore has a little better offense. I think Packers win here. Um, and Greg Zerline versus Matt Prater. They both have fun. Zerline misses some kicks. So tight matchup here. The only reason I'm giving it to Rob is just because he has that guy who can be explosive in Tyree Kill and go for 47 again. Um, so slight edge goes to Rob and Mr. Tyree Kill. Breezy. Yeah, I'm. I might go with. I might go with Rust on this one. Actually, I actually like uh, Murray against 49ers. Your defense hasn't been as good as it's been before. I think Chuba will have a big week, and Jefferson's playing Detroit. And I think those three alone will probably get them up to 60-plus points. So I think that's going to be a huge push from Rust. And if uh, Kyler's throwing touchdowns, it may be going to D-Hop. But you know he's also probably going to run for one. So I'm I'm going to have to side with uh, Rust on this one. He's been hot. I'm going to ride the hot hand. Tristan? Um, yeah, I think, like you guys said, I think this is going to be a good matchup as well. Um, Rob definitely does have the hot hand. I mean, I mean, it's clear that Tyreek Hill can just go for 30 to 40 any given week. Plus, he has Cooper Cup, which is also, like, the number one fantasy player or fantasy uh, wide receiver at the moment. Um, Interesting about uh, what I was going to say, a Russ team, is that um, apparently Christian McCaffrey practiced today, and Matt Rule said he looked extremely good. So it might be interesting to see if I think he's going to be a game time decision on Sunday, which is good for your boy. And um, <laughs> that would put Chuba kind of uh, not really playing if McCaffrey can go. And looking at uh, Russ's bench for running backs, he doesn't really have any. They're all hurt. So that, he'd definitely be hurting there for running backs. But I think overall, I think um, – I think Rob can kind of. think Rob's going to win this one for sure. All right, so we got two for, uh, two for Rob and one for Rust. So, moving on to the next matchup, um, we have Eric versus Timmons. Uh, Breezy, I'll let you take the lead on this one, but this is going to be a fun matchup. Yeah. So at quarterback, we got Herbert and Hertz. Um, both have pretty average matchups. Hertz plays Carolina. Carolina's defense is pretty good. Herbert plays Cleveland. Their defense is pretty good. But Herbert's been on an absolute tear. So I'm going to stick with him on that one and give uh, Eric the slight edge on Herbert. Sanders and Fournette and Gibson and Gaskin. Gaskin's been abysmal this year. Not necessarily his fault, but the coaching is just weird, and I don't know what they're doing there. Um, Fournette's been pretty good, actually. So Sanders and Fournette, if Sanders can kind of get back to his pass-catching role, I know that's kind of been taken away a little bit by Gainwell. Um, I think that him and Gibson can be relatively equal, um, but 
if that doesn't happen, I'd have to give Gibson the slight edge. But both of them together, Sanders and Fournette, I'd have to give the slight edge um, to Eric on that one just because I, Gaskins is, just doesn't look right. Um, then the receivers, you got Devontae and Jacoby Myers, and then you got Mike Evans and Darnell Mooney. Um, I actually like Evans and Mooney. Um, I don't know how much Jacoby Myers will keep getting 13 targets a game, but if he does, I'd have to side with Eric on this one as well. But um, Evans against Miami, he may draw Xavier Howard. Mooney against Vegas, their secondary is just not good. Plus, um, field seems to really look to him, but it's hard to go against Devontae Adams against anybody, especially against Cincinnati. So I do think I'm going to have to side with Eric on this one too. It's looking like a clean sweep over here. Um, but Hawkinson, I mean, I think he's better than Goddard. And then Pittman and Cobb. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd honestly have to say Cobb on this one just because Pittman really hasn't done much and I'm just not really sure what they're doing on that offense. Like, I really honestly haven't really seen their games, but it just kind of seems like they want to run the ball a million times and then pass every so often and see if Wentz can just kind of move the ball um, methodically down the field. And then defenses, Bears against Vegas, they've been really good on offense, and the Steelers have been horrible. So I have to give Broncos the edge on that one. So I'll give you the defense, Timmons. How about that? Um, I mean – Overall, I do think Eric wins this one. I think it'll be a relatively close game. Even though Eric was giving us some garbage in the chat, Eric, I hope that you stub your toe and your toenail falls off and it doesn't grow back for four days because it's just inconvenient whenever you put socks on. So, yeah, you're probably going to win, but I hope that happens to you. Nice. Tristan, how are we feeling about this one? You're on You're mute. muted here, Chief. This is this is not looking good for the final segment on your final rolling. Scoot making too much noise in the back. But um, I think Timmons' team's kind of has a lot of injuries. I think losing if Sleepy Joe doesn't play this week, I don't think he is. But um, having him not play and then putting Miles Gaskins in the lineup kind of hurts. Overall, I do like Eric's team uh, better. I actually think Eric's going to win by a decent bit, to be honest. Um, even though you hate to say because he's coming out of the people's in the chat, I don't like that. But um, no, nah, I think overall, I I like Herbert this week. Herbert crushed it on Monday Night Football the other night. Um, Miles Sanders, I hope they get him a little more involved in the um, the running game. Like just just run the ball, Sanyan, run the ball. But um, and then Devonte Adams, I think he's gonna go absolutely stupid uh, against Cincy. So yeah, I'd say overall, I like Eric. Eric here this week. Yes, I think this is uh this is uh, going to be a clean sweep for Eric here. So, um, you know the the injury to Sleepy Joe just really hurts Timmons' chances. Um, but I do think looking at Eric's team, um, you know he he's just got a little better players from top to bottom. And I will say that uh, you know Eric did come in the chat all fired up, so you know his boys and his team are going to be fired up to play for him this week. Uh, so I, I expect big things from Eric's team this week, and and I think he'll uh, take out Timmons and get his second win on the season. But he's probably going to lay an egg because we all three picked him. So, congrats, Eric, you lost. <laughs> all right, moving on to the next game here, uh, we have UB top Timmons bottom versus Team Dracano. Uh So. Tristan, we'll let you uh, we'll let you take the lead on this one. Sure, sure. 
the quarterbacks we got Russ and Matt Ryan. Definitely like Russ here. Um, I think he's I think he's gonna go dummy too. Uh, so I give uh, the UB top Timmons bottom the edge there. Uh, Dalvin Cook and James Robinson versus Alvin Kamara and Kareem Hunt. Interesting matchup for sure. Um, I think I'm gonna give it to a Dalvin Cook and James Robinson. I feel like for Alvin Kamara this year, especially, it kind of depends how involved he is in, in the, the passing game. I mean, with James at quarterback, he definitely can push the ball downfield more uh, compared to Drew, Drew Brees last year when I, I actually witnessed Alvin Kamara get six checkdowns in a row, which is unbelievable. So I think if he can get involved in the passing game a lot more, like it's definitely a good matchup, but I'd definitely uh, give the uh, edge to – UB top Timmons bottom there. Uh, wide receivers got A Rob and T Boyd versus uh, CD Lamb and uh, Jalen Waddle. I do like I do like A Rob and uh, T Boyd this week for sure. They're gonna have really good weeks. Todd Boyd's kind of been uh, lately kind of going dummy, so I definitely like him. Uh, going to the tight ends got uh, Schultz of Dallas and uh, George Kittle. Um, this is an interesting matchup because I do think George Kittle is the better tight end, obviously. But um, Schultz has kind of been getting a lot of like red zone targets, like he's been finding the end zone lately. I will give it to George Kittle. I think this week uh, he'll definitely somewhat put it together. I mean, I, I not essentially put it together um, as a whole offense, but I think uh, George Kittle will definitely have a good game for even though it's against the uh, good Cardinals defense. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I, I give this slight edge to Kittle kind of depends how uh, Schultz, uh, if he can get in the end zone, because if not, then he's not really, there's not too much going on with him. Um, for the flex, you got Debo Samuel and Kenny Galladay. Uh, I def- definitely Debo Samuel. I think he's kind of been killing it lately. Racking up fantasy points for a uh, Tyler, so I think Debo Samuel for sure. And then it kind of—I mean, I don't know. It says Kenny Galladay is questionable. It kind of depends on if Sterling Shepard comes back this week because he, like, it, before he got hurt, he was racking up a lot of the um, the targets from Danny Dimes. So I guess I think that depends there. I think he still has a decent week, but I think Debo Samuel outs him there. And then defenses. Uh, let's see. Uh, Saints versus Washington's offense, and then the Chargers and Cleveland. Did like how the Chargers' uh, defense looked against the Raiders, but I mean, I don't think the Raiders' offense is that great. I mean, their line kind of stinks. So, but then, I mean, Taylor Heineke's kind of going dummy. So, like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of went dummy against the Saints. I'm going to call that a wash. And then the kickers, man, we have so much fun with the kickers. If, if we could have a full lineup of just dog kickers, I definitely do. But there's not enough kickers in the NFL. Uh, I got Mason Crosby and then the uh, wait, our Denver kicker. I don't feel like that. <laughs> but um, uh, I'll, I'll give it to Mason Crosby here just because I like him. That's the only reason why. So I think overall, I'm going to give Tyler the edge here. Tyler has a pretty good lineup, and I do like his uh, matchups this week as well, too. So 
I got uh, I got Tyler winning this one. Yeah, I also got Tyler on this one. Um, I think he'll get a lot out of his running backs and receivers, um, especially Debo and maybe now Allen Robinson, that they have an established QB1. So I like uh, Tyler this week. Yeah, I think uh, we're going to make this uh, back-to-back clean sweep. So um, sorry, Tyler, but uh, I got you winning this one, which means you're probably going to end up losing. Um, Ultimately, what it comes down to me is I think, you know, the core of the teams are pretty similar with Dalvin, J-Rob, A-Rob, and uh, Tyler Boyd versus Kamara, Hunt, CD, and Waddle. Um, I think they're pretty pretty even. I think where Tyler finds the edge is uh, Russell Wilson and Debo Samuel versus Matt Ryan and Kenny Galladay. Um, I think those kind of kind of set him apart. Um, just because where Kittle is right now. If Kittle was, you know, where, where Kittle can be, I would see it, you know, potentially going Tro's way. But I think ultimately... Um, Tyler pulls this one out here so moving on to the next game we have the red hot priest versus the delco variant uh tristan there's there's some rumors going on uh about marcus i know you're not allowed to pick your game but would you like to to clear up the rumors about marcus yeah man i mean as far as this game it really depends if christian mccaffrey can play if christian mccaffrey can play sunday i have a slight chance if he doesn't play, and I'm going to put some dick boy from my bench that's probably going to get two points, he's going to blow me out. That's all I have to say. Perfect, perfect. So, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> looking looking at the game here, um, Tristan's mom, uh, per source, said that Marcus kind of looks like a priest. Um, so it's fitting that his name is the priest. Uh, but here we got, you know, Lamar Jackson versus Danny Dimes. Who would have thought Danny Dimes would be a uh, fantasy-relevant quarterback? But here we are. Um, just like Tristan said, if McCaffrey can go, he has a chance. If not, this one could be over early, um, <laughs> especially if, I guess, Sony Michelle would be your RB2. Big yikes. Ew. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Chase Edmonds versus Devontae. I mean, that's pretty even. I think Chase Edmonds is a little better. Um, Ridley and Lockett versus Devontae Smith and Sterling Shepard. Um, you know, again, that, that it's probably going to go to Ridley and Lockett slightly. Um, Hunter Henry versus Waller. Tristan's pretty much going to win the tight end matchup almost every single week until he runs into Kittle. Um, then you got T. Schmiggins, who apparently is going to be healthy and back, versus Jamison Crowder. Crowder went kind of stupid. So, um, you know, I think he could actually could actually edge that out there. We got Pats D versus Houston. I mean, we saw what Houston did against Buffalo. It was just ugly. They look like a JV team out there. Um, then Titans versus Jacksonville. Jacksonville, um, you know, we got the whole Urban Meyer situation. So um, apparently the players are the owners of the team, according, according to uh, Urban. And then Daniel Carlson versus uh, Tyler Bass. Big Daniel Carlson guy. Um, you know he plays fantasy football because he cost himself a dub. Um, but ultimately, I think... If McCaffrey plays, this matchup's close. If he doesn't play, the Priest uh, gets his fifth baptism, uh, which I think he gets even if McCaffrey does play. Uh, but it's a lot closer with McCaffrey, so ultimately I'm going Marcus Gailey in this one. Yeah, I mean, the Priest had to get vaccinated, so I, unfortunately I think the Delco variant is not going to be spread to the Catholic Church. But in Gailey's case, the Greek Orthodox Church. Um, so yeah, I mean... Just looking at his team, like Edmonds and Eckler, like we said before, they're both good PPR backs. And then his receivers are solid. I mean, Houston against the Patriots D, like the Patriots D might put up 30 points. Like 
I think Buffalo got close to it last week because I have them in another league and it was bad. But uh, this kicker matchup is going to be one to watch. These are the two most fun kickers in the league. So Tyler Bass, one eye black, and Dan Carlson, who cost himself a fancy matchup. You know, whoever wins the kicker battle in my eyes is the winner of this week. Um, but, you know, final score for some reason matters. But unfortunately, I think that final score will be in favor of the Priest in this one up against the Variant. All right, so it's, a, um, you know, looking tough for, for the Delco Variant with the injuries of running back right now. But uh, moving on to the next matchup, we've got another brother bash. Uh, we got Tim Davis versus... Billy Davis. So we'll see uh, which Davis reigns supreme. I know Tim Davis uh, reigned supreme last year as our only uh, league champ. So getting into the matchup here, uh, Breezy, I'll let you take the lead on this one. Yeah, so the second brother bowl of the week, uh, we got Stafford and Burrow. I like Stafford against Seattle. Seattle's defense is pretty bad. Um, they haven't really shown much this year so far. And then Najee, Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones, and C.E.H., CH has been pretty good. Um, Buffalo does have a good defense. They have a good front, so that's going to be hard for him to run against. And same with Jonathan Taylor up against Baltimore. Good defense, good front. Um, Aaron Jones against Cincinnati, they're just an average defense. I feel like he could have a big week against them. And Najee against Denver, it just seems like he's getting like 16 targets a week. So um, honestly, this running back matchup seems very even to me. I feel like Aaron Jones could have a huge week. Um, Najee Harris could have a huge week or they could have dud weeks. It's just kind of like the way that it's looked so far this year. Same with CEH and Jonathan Taylor. It just kind of depends on what their scheme is for that game. I don't foresee that Buffalo and Kansas City game being very much of a low-scoring game. So I feel like the run game may kind of be weeded out a little bit. Um, But he could get a few touches. He could maybe find the end zone, which would get you a nice like 12, 15 points from him. Same with Jonathan Taylor against Baltimore. Uh, And then we got Robert Woods. DJ Moore against uh, Thielen and Corey Davis. Um, I actually like Robert Woods and DJ Moore in this one. It seems like Robert Woods is really starting to find himself in the off, uh, offense, even though he kind of had a late touchdown in the last game. I've seen reports saying that um, McVay wants to get him more involved in the offense, which is obviously good for his fantasy stock, and just seeing that as a report. And then DJ Moore has been on an absolute tear. Um, he has a really good connection with um, Darnold, so that, that'll probably continue into this week against a Philadelphia secondary. Um, Gasecki and Hooper, I like Gasecki. It seems like Brissett has kind of looked his way these last couple games, so I'm going to have to roll with him, plus Tampa Bay's defense is not too good. Um, so I, I'll have to go with uh, Gasecki on this one. And then Mike Williams and Daryl Henderson. I actually like Daryl Henderson. Um, I think Mike Williams has those big playability, and he can have big weeks like we've seen in the first couple weeks. But Daryl Henderson's always just been kind of consistent, and he seems to find the end zone. I, I think they like to kind of pound the rock once they get within the 10. So I'm actually going to have to give that to Daryl Henderson just because of that touchdown upside. And if Mike Williams doesn't get that touchdown, he's like one catch for like six yards like we saw last week. Um, and defense is actually, I like Cowboys defense, but um, not enough against India, the Colts, even though the Cowboys are playing the Giants. I think that's kind of... Kind of a wash just because of the matchup and what, what they've done so far this year. Um, Ravens haven't been good against the pass, but they've been good against the run. Cowboys good against the pass, average against the run. So we'll see. But um, I do think that Tim pulls this one out. He probably should have won last week, but he Mike uh, Williams almost laid a goose. Uh, he literally had like one catch, I think. So 
Um, I'm going to get Tim back on the win here, and he's going to beat the inferior Davis of Billy. It was uh, one catch for 11 yards. Um, <laughs> I'm very aware of what it was. <laughs> Tristan, we'll let you, uh, let you take this one next. Yeah, it seems like we do have the uh, Battle of the Brothers this week. I like to call this Battle of the Heads because he's not <laughs> huge to Some big moments. Um, yeah, I think I give the uh, the edge to um, TD here. I think he has like the slight edge in almost every position except maybe running back just because Najee does get 15 targets a game, so he could easily just pop off like that. And then I actually like Darrell, uh, Darrell Henderson over um, Mike Williams this week, too. It just kind of shows uh, last Monday night that they um, Herbert will spread the ball towards a lot of people on the offense, which kind of hurts Mike, Mike Williams' stock. Oh, he got two points. Uh, you hate to see that, man. I could only imagine. <laughs> but, yeah, I would I'd definitely give um, the edge to a TD here. I think he's yeah, so uh, looking at it here, I think we're going to a clean three for three um, going Tim here. Uh, Tim, I am really sorry about Mike Williams getting 2.1. Um, I went to bed after he caught that catch and was like, all right, I'm done. Like, I, I thought I had hope until he had no catches, and he catches like an 11-yard curl route, and I'm like, all right, they, they, he's going to get that 3.5 now. He just needs like two more catches. Um, and then I wake up to, to see in a victory, so... Uh, Mr. 2.1, Mike Williams, will be what he's known for the rest of the season in my books. But I think he bounces back versus Cleveland because um, I imagine Denzel uh, will try and try and guard uh, Keenan Allen a lot. So um, we'll see if, you know, the size of Mike Williams can uh, can come into play. Um, but, again, I, I think this matchup is going to be another tight one for Tim. I think he's going to have to sweat this one out. Um, but I do think he ultimately ends up edging Billy in the end, um, you know, close. But but overall win for Tim. And on to our last matchup, I believe. We have the Bishop Dickamore Homo Academy and UB versus Dennis the Menace in cover four <laughs> show two. Um, a big matchup this week between these two. So um, I believe it's Breezy? Breezy, no, you did the last one. You, it's you now. Oh, okay. My turn to, to, to give the analysis. So uh, we got Josh Allen versus Tom Brady at quarterback. Uh, Casey in Miami. Um, I think I think I like Josh Allen here. Uh, Josh Allen playing on Sunday night versus Kansas City. He's out to prove himself, uh, saying you know he he's right there with um, with uh, Pat Mahomes as being the best quarterback in the league. So I think you know he he's out to prove himself on on Sunday night football. Then we got uh, Nick Chubb and James Conner versus Derrick Henry and DeAndre Swift. Um, so unfortunately for for uh, Dennis here, the running back two is looking a little tough in James Conner. Then he did score 20 points last week, getting into the end zone twice, but I think he's very touchdown dependent. And uh, as good as Nick Chubb is at real football, he's just not putting up the fantasy stats. Um, Nick Chubb honestly might be, you know, the number two running back in, in all of real football um, right now, just, just based off of how he's running. I think he has like 83, 95, 90, and 100 yards rushing. Um, so, I mean, he, he's absolutely dominating it on the ground. He just hasn't found the end zone. Um, and, you know, ultimately that's what it comes down to in fantasy football. So, um, first Derek Henry, though, who, who is a stud, um, and DeAndre Swift, I think there's a big edge there. So I'm going to give that one to Yubi. Then we got Stefan Diggs and Chase Claypool versus DK Metcalf and Chris Godwin. Um, I think 
I think I'm actually going to go with Diggs and Claypool here uh, because I have to imagine that Ramsey's going to cover Metcalf, and last time he kind of uh, gloved him up. So I think that's going to happen again. Um, Diggs, like I said, if Josh Allen goes off, Diggs will probably be going off. And uh, Claypool versus Denver, if he's healthy, I hope he can you know start to do some things that, that we expect as Yinzers. Um, Kyle Pittsburgh's no fan. Noah Fant gets peppered with targets, whether it's Teddy Two Gloves or Drew Locke. Yuck. Um, <laughs> but either way, he, he gets peppered with targets. Um, Kyle Pitts is playing across the pond, so you never really know what to expect in those games. I'm going to give the slight edge to Noah Fant here. Henry Ruggs versus Brandon Cooks. I mean, Brandon Cooks put up an absolute stinker last week, but so did all of Houston. They should probably just disband the team um, at this point. It, it's a tough scene out there. Um, but I will give it to Cooks. He's been more consistent. Um, throughout the season than Henry Ruggs, but I could see Ruggs, you know. He he always has that big playability. So we got Steelers D and Bucks D. Um, Bucks D, is, they're, they're very up and down this year, um, but I think Miami's offense is just not very good. So I'm going to give it to them, um, the Bucks D, because Denver's offense versus Steelers defense, we just don't we just don't know what the Steelers defense can really do. They're on the field so much, they get tired, um, you know, it depends. If if Bridgewater plays, I think the Steelers defense takes a hit. If it's Drew Locke, I think they get a boost. So also I'm actually gonna call this one a push. Thinking about it, I'm a, I'm gonna push this one. And then Justin Tucker, I mean he holds a record, he's gonna win basically every fun guy kicker matchup. Um so this one's a tough pick. I I know UB is projected to win by fifteen points, but good thing I'm not a slave to the projections. I'm going with Dennis in this matchup, actually. I think James Connor plods his way to some more touchdowns. I think Nick Chubb finds a way to get into the end zone. Um, and I, I'm banking on a big, big, big week from Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. I think both of them um, carry carry Dennis to a victory here. Tristan? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm actually surprised that the projections show that UB's going to win by 15 points. I don't think it's going to be like a blowout like that at all. I think it should be a really good game. I think Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are going to go dummy against uh, – actually, the Chiefs' defense is somewhat struggling at the moment. But I think overall, I think I'm going to go with um, UV here. I think he does beat Dennis, but I don't think it's by a lot. Yeah, I, I'm actually going to go Dennis here too. Um, I feel like Josh Allen is probably – I mean, I know last game against the Texans, that was like the first time that they played since that playoff game – that they lost, and they prove they were out to prove a point, and I think they're going to do the same type of um, situation against the Chiefs, where they're going to be out to prove a point again, and just put up a ton of points, play good D, and try to come out with a win. So I, I think Allen and Diggs will have big games. Um, James Conner, I mean, like, unfortunately for Chase Edmonds, like he could be scoring like thirty points a week, but every time they get into the red zone, they're just handing it off to Conner, and he's just like rolling into the end zone, so. Um, he kind of like not steals the touchdowns because that's his role, but um, he definitely gets in the end zone a lot. Um, so I'm actually going to go Dennis here as well. I think he'll have some very big games from guys. And the only matchup that I really like on UB's side is Henry against Jacksonville just because he literally embarrasses them every single time they play. But Godwin against Miami. I mean, Xavier Howard's probably going to be on him. Uh, DK Metcalf against the Rams. Ramsey will probably be on him. Um, it really just depends on who guards Godwin if it's Evans or Godwin or Evans if it's gonna be Xavier Howard or whoever it else may be, but um whoever gets him will probably be locked up for the majority of that game. And then Cooks against New England. 
I mean, Belichick is going to cook something up again against another rookie quarterback and make them look like they should still be in high school. So um, I, I'll give this one to Dennis on, on this one here. All right, so that, I believe, rounds out all of our matchups this week. Um, so, Tristan, you are the, uh, the leader of these terms. So we're going to let you announce our uh, our fun segment and kind of run through, run through the fellas and give them some uh, give them some rankings. Yeah, man. I think um, I think during the fun segment we're just gonna have fun, and I think that's really what it's about. That's why we put it at the end so we have fun at the end. <laughs> so no, I'm gonna go through each person in the league one by one, and I'm gonna say if you're a slap dick or you're a fun guy. <laughs> Because you're either going to be one or you're going to be the other. So, I'll start with myself. I'm a slapdick. I mean, I want to be a fun guy, but I just can't. So, therefore, I'm a slapdick. And I think anyone that you could ask anyone in the league, and they'd agree. And I think that's okay. Next one, we're going to go, uh, we're going to go Marcus. Now, Marcus comes off as a, comes off as a fun guy. But, I know Marcus. And low-key... He's a slapdick. And um, I think overall, he's a slapdick. And he might not like that because he probably goes and through his everyday life and thinks, yeah, man, I'm a fun guy. But dude, you're a slapdick. And that's, I really, I, there's all, that's all I can say about that. I think you're just a slapdick. And um, I think you're low key, though. I think you're low key, but overall, I think that's just what you are. Go to the next one. Raw. Rob, Rob's a fun guy. He got some cute dogs. <laughs> He's reliable. You always count on Rob. Rob's always bringing good energy into the chat, even though sometimes he might uh, have some beef with Dan. <laughs> but overall, Rob's a fun guy. Next one's Rust. Now I think Russ is a, Russ is a fun guy. Man. He he's a tax guy, fellow accounting guy. Um, he doesn't really say much in the chat. You can kind of make the argument he might not like us. But, Russ, if you're listening, dude, I like you enough for both of us, dude. That's how weird <laughs> That's what it is, man. Therefore, Russ, fun guy. Uh, next, we got Eric. See, Eric's interesting because for a while, I'm like, oh, like I met Eric out in Pittsburgh. You know, I was like, yeah, Eric's a fun guy. I mean, there's really no, no way he could be a Eric starts getting some wins under his belt and fancy. Starts perping people in the chat. I'm thinking, wow, I was wrong. This guy <laughs> slapdick. See, I didn't think I didn't think it'd be, you know, I didn't think it'd be possible for him to be a slapdick. I'm like, dude, this guy's a fun guy. No way. But I'm like, you know, he's a slapdick. And sometimes it's just the way the cookie crumbles, dude. Next, got Tyler. See. It's interesting about Tyler, because I think Tyler has fun guy qualities. Like, he has the qualities to be a fun guy. But he is associated with a slap disc. <laughs> and I think we all know who that association's with. So therefore, by association, he's a slap I wanted him to be a fun guy, don't get me wrong, but I think at the end of the day, he's... Next one's Tim. Now, everyone's probably thinking, man, this one's got to be obvious. 
you know what I mean? Like, there's no way it's even up for debate. Now, I know what you're thinking. You guys are thinking, like, man, this guy's a slut. I think he's a fun guy, personally. I think he's always trying to have fun in a, in a weird way. I think he expresses himself in an interesting way by sending all of us ass pics in our <laughs> chats. I get him individually. Um... He sends me, he flirts with me over Xbox, but you gotta, you kinda have to respect that. Like a guy who's gonna go out of his way to uh, flirt with you on Xbox, I'm thinking like, this guy's alright, man. This, this this is a fun guy. So, I got, I got Timmons as a fun guy. Pro. I mean, I, actually, I think this one might be the clearest cut. I think Tro is the funniest guy. I don't think there's any way he could be a slap. I mean, it's probably because I don't really know him enough, but <laughs> I think he's a fun guy, and I think that's that. Not much else to talk about. TD. Now, TD's one of those guys that come off as a fun guy. You know, He's like, he's just walking around, he's like, yeah, I'm a fun guy, everyone thinks I'm a fun guy, we're all good. I think he's an undercover slap dick. <laughs> I mean, like... I mean, fun with a noggin like that, you just can't be, like, <laughs> a normal fun guy. You, you gotta have a little slapstick to you. I think, I think it's, he's, like, 60% slapstick, 40% fun guy. So I'm gonna have to give it to a, you know, slapstick. That 60% Next is all in his head. <laughs> <laughs> Next one's an interesting one. We got Billy. Now, I was thinking about this one. And I'm like, he doesn't really meet the criteria for a fun guy. You know, like he's not, he doesn't come off as a fun guy to me. But he also doesn't meet the criteria as a slap dick. So I've actually went off the grid here. I gave him his own category. <laughs> he is a little ugly too. And I think there's no way he could be anything else. I see Billy, I'm like, you know, man, this guy's a little ugly, dude. He can't be a slap dick. No way he could be a fun guy. So he's definitely just a little ugly dude. When I think about all the, the little dudes... I think he's the ugliest, but I think he's fun. But I don't think he's fun enough to be a fun guy. Therefore, he's a little ugly, dude. I think that's okay, Billy. Next, we got Dennis. Now, I think Dennis is one of those guys that comes off as a fun guy. You know what I mean? But recently, he used the term slapdick in one of his business meetings. And I think that's, like, the coolest thing ever, man. So I think... You're going to be using the terminology of slap dick. Well, it takes a slap dick to know a slap dick. Therefore, I think he's a slap dick. <laughs> now, this is the one I've been waiting for. This is the one, out of all these names, I've been looking forward to this one the most. Now, next, we got Yubi. Now, I think Yubi's the biggest slap dick in the league. I think there's reasons for that. He likes feet. He has a good foot <laughs> fetish, which is kind of interesting. He likes large biceps on men and women, which I think's okay. He kind of has a thing for being really gay. <laughs> I don't think he'd gay anybody. And I think a guy like that, you got something special. And if you get some rumple in the guy, I mean, brother is out of control. I mean, and you, and that sounds like he's fun guy, which, hey, you have a little bit of fun guy qualities, but at the end of the day, he slapped it. He slapped it like me, so that's why I slapped this thing out. Therefore, slapped it. Now I got the last two. Goddamn crazy. 
these guys, they're fun guys, man. I mean, just cut and dry, they're fun guys. And I think I think that's great, man. Number one being fun guy. Number one being slapstick. Just you gotta be one of the two. Unless you're Billy. Billy's lucky. <laughs> so we went through all of them. We have a total of seven slapsticks in our league. A total of six fun guys in our league. And we just got one little ugly. And that kind of wraps up our uh, our fun segment. Unless you guys had uh, anything to uh, you know say. I mean, I don't I don't think we could follow that up at all. Uh, I think trying to follow that up with anything would do an injustice to the uh, content that you just gave us. Um, but I do have to agree, Billy is by far a uh, little ugly dude. He he stands in a category of his own just for his his hot takes. And, uh, I mean, just look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think I could uh, say it any better. I mean, like you said, takes one to know one, so... Five <laughs> word man. Word. Alright, fellas. Well that's uh that's all we have for this podcast. Um the one thing I do want to say here is Yubi, you've made uh twenty nine fantasy moves and um you know that that's a lot to be sitting at two and two, so so figure it out, dude. Um <laughs> but, but other than that, uh hope you guys enjoy the pod. Uh hope everybody as always stays healthy this week um and has some fun playing some fantasy football. Tristan uh, thank you for joining the pod. It's always a pleasure to see you and be uh, be graced with your content. Oh, man, the pleasure's all mine. All right. We'll see you, fellas. See you.